0: Welcome to VixMix, a podcast hosted by yours truly, Sexy Señorita. Listen as I share my experiences of being a mama, being all wifed up, my journey with cancer, yep, that's right, and as I get into all the raw, unfiltered moments in between. Alright, so let's get into it. What up? This is an impromptu podcast because I realized listening to the one I just posted, I made a big mistake, a glaring mistake for me. I <laughs> I kept saying it was 2017 when the time frame was really in 2018, the beginning of 2018. So yeah, that just like bothered me when I was list- re-listening to it, and I can't believe I didn't catch it. And it's funny because. Like I said, I had even written down like month by month. I had put 2017 too when I wrote it down. So I don't know what I was thinking or why I put 2017. And a few things too. I actually realized I glossed over a few things. I didn't even really explain the whole Avastin and like how that affected me. Also, I did genetic testing, which I didn't even touch on. And I got a couple tattoos. So I didn't even bring those things up what I did is I went date by date through all my appointments. So I went into my calendar. I even looked in my social media, see what I posted just to make sure I got like all the dates right and see what the heck was going on. It took me literally, I want to say four times I recorded it. The one that I did post was like the fifth time. And at the time I was just like done. I was just done talking about that recap. Even now, like I don't even want to talk about it anymore. But I just wanted to do this podcast to kind of clarify that it was in 2018 and just touch on a few other things. But yeah, I literally went like date by date in that time frame to just make sure I wasn't crazy. In 2018, in January, I was doing the palliative care. I did a follow up with my surgeon and then I saw my oncologist When I did the CT scan on the 16th of January, that's what prompted us to move forward with chemo on the 23rd, and that's when we added the Avastin. Well, at the end of the month, on the 29th of January, I had an x-ray because I had a lot of pain, and it was horrible. Actually, twofold. I was having abdominal pain from cramping the constipation. But I also was experiencing the pain from the Avastin. The main thing about Avastin when they told me is that it was no symptoms or most people don't complain about symptoms. It's just your regular nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, you know, the usual that comes with any side effects. But they said majority of people don't have any issues with it. Of course, with me, everything happens right away. So when I was getting infused with the Avastin, I vomited during infusion. That was a sign right there that how strong this medication was for me. So on the 29th, I was also having the pain caused from the Avastin as well as constipation. So I spent a whole day at the cancer center for them to pretty much give me a bunch of medication and hydrate me. What I remember specifically about that day is I was in so much pain. I looked terrible, but there was this lady... She was so sweet. She has her children make these little crafts and give them to cancer patients to be uplifting. And so she had one of her little boys give it to me and they were like, yeah, we see you're having a hard time. You look like you're in pain. All the doctors and nurses are all over you. Maybe this will put a smile on your face. And that really was awesome. It's like God has these angels and people to interact with you to make you smile. You're having a rough day. Well, then on the 31st, I meet with this other lady who does the genetics stuff. And basically, they just take your blood and saliva, all that stuff, and they send it for genetics. Both my oncologist and surgeon were talking about this. My surgeon was pushing more on this because he wanted to know if my cancer was from genetics. Even my oncologist had brought this up too. The more pressing thing was just to make sure I had gotten surgery and that chemo was working. But anyway... I met with the genetic people, got all the lab work and stuff done for that, and got that sent out almost a month later at the end of February when we got the results back and everything came back negative. I had a few variants, but a variant isn't enough to distinguish that I had a mutation. They tested 80 genes. 80 genes and all of them came back negative of having any type of mutation and the reason why that's important is because it it opens up other options for medication and treatment plans medication meaning like chemo drugs so that was really what they were hoping for but again i came back negative on everything and i have a big family my dad is one of five siblings and my mom is one of eight siblings even though it was just me and my brother. My family is big. So for us to not really have big things on cancer is just kind of weird. Plus doing the whole genetics and coming back negative. I mean, I sort of anticipated it was going to be that way, but I don't know. It's just still like back to the drawing board. And then one thing also too, in February is my doctor, my oncologist, he left back home to his home country for a whole month. So I actually didn't even get to see my doctor. Every time I have chemo, I see my doctor, but I see my doctor, well, I do labs, I see my doctor, and then we do chemo. More so, it's to kind of just make any tweaks or adjustments, so like if I've lost weight or if I didn't react this way the last cycle, then we'll reduce or whatever. Specifically with Avastin, you have to do a urine test always before, and it's to check your proteins. Avastin tends to mess up your kidney function, and that did happen a few times where I did have protein in my urine. Because that Avastin just kicked my butt. Also, not to mention, I mean, I was still recovering from surgery. So I was still just in a weakened state. But yeah, my doctor was gone in all of February. And the pigeon shots started at the end of February. And then a cycle that was postponed in March. So yeah, I'm just fact-checking myself (laughs) pretty much. That's stupid. But uh, I was just so embarrassed that I said 2017 instead of 2018. And then my doctor finally came back from his trip the end of March, so finally got to see him for the fifth cycle. And then at the end of the month, March 31st, I had gotten hospitalized, and at the same time, I also had a scan. They did a CT scan, and I was actually supposed to do a CT scan in April, but because I got hospitalized, they just used that scan my doctor was a little bit annoyed because I think they just prefer to have the scan in-house and have their own radiologist look at it. But at that time, I don't think there was anything pressing. So that's why we continued and finished up chemo. Another thing I want to touch on with the cancer retreat. So I finished up chemo on the 17th and then the cancer retreat was that weekend, the April 20th through the 22nd. And one thing I didn't mention is that the cancer retreat since it's the hotel. It's a convention. They feed you breakfast, lunch, even a snack and dinner. At that time, I wasn't eating a lot. I totally took advantage of free food. As a result of that, I think that's what kind of caused me to go to the hospital a few days later. On top of that, like I said, I did eat some squash too, but I was eating more than usual. I wasn't as hydrated as I normally am. And then to have a lot of fiber, I think it was just a recipe for disaster. And that's why I had the small bowel obstruction on the 24th of April. Then come into May, when I was supposed to do the chemo maintenance, and that got postponed. I actually had my colonoscopy on the 16th. I think I said like the 20th or something. And then I didn't have a CT scan. Instead, we opted for an MRI Really, it was me that pushed the MRI because in all those support groups talked about that the type of cancer that we have, the signet ring cell, doesn't really show too well on CT scans and that MRIs are probably a better chance of catching it in the earlier stages. The way my cancer looks like is it's not like tumors. It looks like sheets on top of your organs, that kind of destroys it. So that's why it's really harder to tell on a scan, or at least that's what these people were talking about in the support groups. So I ended up pushing for an MRI, and so that's what we ended up doing. And plus, because I got the scan at the hospital, my doctor was like, okay, we can go ahead and do an MRI too. The funny thing when I got my colonoscopy on the 16th is (laughs) me and my friend went to go get matching tattoos. Like. I'm just so crazy. Really, like, I just got out of a colonoscopy. I'm high as a kite on anesthesia, and I'm over here telling her, let's go get a tattoo. (laughs) So we got matching tattoos. It's a butterfly with our fingerprints, and it's on our middle fingers, you know, F cancer. (laughs) But, and it's blue because the ribbon for colon cancer is blue. I love her so much. Hopefully I can get her on one of these podcasts with me, and we can just talk about everything. She really was the one that was there for me throughout this whole cancer thing, along with a few other people. But she was there like, you know, hand and foot almost. And she was there at the infusions, during surgery. You know, she was truly my sister. So yeah, we went and got our tattoos after my colonoscopy. I'm so crazy. So anyway, again, I got the NED, no evidence of disease. On the 25th of May, I saw my doctor in May. It was like the first or whatever when I saw him. I asked him right away, like, okay, you know, since I have this short time frame, depending on what the MRI and the colonoscopy are going to say, can I go get my teeth clean? Can I, can I get a tattoo? So I asked him before, I, you know, I got the tattoo. When you're on chemo, it, you know, destroys your immune system. So I can't get a teeth cleaning because, you know, I'm sure many of you, when you get your teeth clean, they poke and they prod and sometimes your gums end up bleeding or, they nick you with those sharp tools and you start bleeding in your mouth. Well, that puts you at a higher risk of getting an infection and getting sick, especially if you're on chemo. So you're not allowed to get any kind of dental maintenance while being on chemo. So right away, I asked him, like, can I go get my teeth cleaned? My teeth feel freaking dirty. (laughs) So he's like, yeah, of course. And then I asked him about the tattoo and he said, yeah, just as long as you're not getting like a full back piece, you should be fine. And it was just because, you know, we had postponed the whole chemo maintenance. And so depending on whatever the colonoscopy and the MRI showed, then, you know, I would have either been on maintenance or not. So that's why I really rushed to do the tattoo and rushed to get my teeth clean. I also got another tattoo with my other sister. That one was a bigger, way bigger tattoo on our ribs. Yeah, now I have two tattoos. That's why I did this rushed podcast. Just It just super annoyed me when I was listening to it. And I'm like, I can't believe I posted like that. And even when I was editing it, how come I didn't even catch it? When I edited it, you know... It's not like I'm editing like all crazy. I just make sure I put the intro and the outro into it, which I need to work my outro again because I want to make sure you guys know you're always able to email me, call, and leave me a voicemail, or slide into my DMs on Instagram. So just reach out to me. I want to answer questions, you know, touch on certain topics. Hopefully, I can update that soon for you all. But yeah, when I. When I, after I uploaded and I was just listening to it, I was like, oh my God, I kept saying 2017, what's wrong with me? And then I just brushed over on like the heck of Vastin me, the whole genetic stuff. You know, my doctor was gone for a while. Oh, and that's one thing too. Like I had to meet other different oncologists and of course, like they're all awesome. But you know, because I had my surgery at UNM, some of that documents aren't shared quite as easily. So looking into my file, they're like, you had surgery. And then I had explained to them like, yeah, this is all the stuff that I'm doing. Like, This is all the stuff I'm going through. So it's kind of like, I have to repeat. It's the same thing. Like when I go to the ER, when I go to the hospital, it's like, I have to start all over. And not that it's frustrating, but I think it's like, yeah, I went through a lot, you know, I don't want to relive it every time I have to explain myself, but it is what it is. I didn't plan or prepare a quote, but from off the top of my head, from my fave Bob Ross, we don't make mistakes. We just have happy little accidents. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Adios. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of VixMix, which is now in all your favorite streaming apps. Feel free to rate and review as you like. But I want to hear from you. Send me an email at vixmixpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 505-333-8232 or slide it to my DMs on Instagram at vixmixpodcast. I appreciate any feedback and hey, you might be featured on the next episode. All right, until next time. Peace!